rather somberly and quietly load up the car, leave Bruno behind at the hotel, and drive off in the middle of the afternoon to Boston. So you have your belongings. You have the book. Who has the book? I have the book. In your valise? In my valise. Okay, and you are minus one teapot. Regrettably. And then there's the fake book in the other valise? That is correct. Who's driving? Who's driving? Philip is driving. Oh, boy. Well, let's face it. Neither one of them fits to drive. Finn is far too young, and Cookie has had a hell of a weekend, so to speak. Finn is in his early 20s. Yes, he's far too young. So you are on your way back? Philip, where did he put his valise if he's driving? The boot. So, Philip, you're driving. Cookie, are you shotgun or in the back? In the back, probably just snuggling myself, sad. And Finn, where are you? Shotgun or in the back? In the back. Yes, well, that makes sense. Nobody wants to sit next to Philip. Had I known any better, I would have put my valise next to me. I assume it's it's a long ride to Boston, and I can't imagine the three of you making that ride in silence. So, take it away. Uh, so I trust we don't have any Polynesian fermentation bowls in the back like we did last time? Polynesian? No, this one's uh, Han Chinese. Is it really? No. Oh. For a moment I was quite excited, but really if there's nobody to come after us and yell and scream and stomp their feet, well, it's no fun anymore. I can yell and scream and stomp my feet if you need me to. Uh, Well, Charlotte, I do understand that you would very much like to, but you must understand what happened was all the best. I was doing just fine, thanks. A man is dead, (laughs) Charlotte. He has died because, <clears throat> pardon me, Philip's trying not to laugh. He's not doing very well. Cookie just sits and scowls. She has a car blanket that she has wrapped herself in, and she just pulls it even tighter. Stares out the window, that sad, out-the-window look we get. So how uh, how long's this trip here? Oh, well... You know, I I don't know why I'm not allowed to drive normally, but I like to think we're making good time. We should have returned before the uh, the evening dinner bell, so to speak. Yes. Should we uh, maybe stop for a pack to eat or something? No, no. I think it would be better to make the drive all in one go, so to speak. It's only two, maybe three hours to Boston. And from there, we can disperse and attend to whatever eatery that we wish. I, for one, would like to stop at a a proper tea room, since I'm no longer able to make my own. So you said that you got it from your family or something, your teapot. Is there a story behind it? Uh, Well, it's um, uh, a terrifically funny story, as a matter of fact. It came back from from the colonies uh, during the uh, time of uh, additional troubles. 
across the Atlantic uh, during the the Americans' uh, rebellion. Uh, one of the loyalists to the crown had a, a lovely sterling silver tea set with uh, four saucers for uh, four teacups and a uh, sterling silver teapot. And they came back after a uh, rather chillish young man claimed that uh, they belonged to him by right of blood. Uh, a son on the backside of the blanket, as it were. Unfortunately, the rightful owner returned it back to England, as it should have been, and it passed into my hands through my father and my father before him. Interesting. So, it had no connection to ghosts before? Oh, no, not that, not that I know of whatsoever now. Can you guys stop the car, please? I, I just... I need some fresh air. I need to get out of here. I, but, Charlotte, I... I just need a minute. But... Please. I... I've been through a lot. Just give me a break, please. Uh, very well. God forgive me. Philip is going to find a place to pull over. You'll see up ahead. Looks like a little roadside park, almost. There's a little picnic area. Looks like people have pulled over and parked, but there's no like parking lot, obviously. Area where people seem to park and rest on the road, so yeah. Ah, capital. An area for resting. And uh, Philip will go park the wagon over there. And as soon as the car comes to a stop, Cookie will just barrel out of it with her little handbag, which has her cigarettes in it, and just take off, just stomping across the parking area to whatever close, lovely thing she can find, whether it's a crick, a beautiful tree, a pile of moss, just to get away from their incessant yammering about teapots and food and driving in Bangladesh and whatever. Just, I need to be alone. You stomp through the snow and you get over to a, a little runoff, tiny little creek that's frozen over. I assume you're going to light that cigarette and just stand there? Absolutely. If there's a tree I can lean my back and my foot against and just stare at the water, even better. What's going through your head right now? I don't believe it. How do I know that they're telling me the truth? First of all, I definitely, I don't think that Ash would kill anyone. And we were going to talk. I know something happened, but he's always protected me before. And I just, I, I just don't believe them. So Philip and Finn, you see Charlotte stomp off in the snow. She leans against a tree, lights up, and you can see there's this internal conversation playing across her face. She is visibly upset. Looks like a lot of emotions. As soon as you maybe start to identify one, it goes and another one replaces it. Well, we seem to have made a right mess of things, eh? So it seems. I mean, it's a wee chilly outside. She probably just needs to cool off a bit. Yes, well, that's assuming she actually gets back into the car after what we did at the police station. I'm not very surprised that she wished to leave the vehicle. Frankly, I'm more surprised that she wished to get in it in the first place. Right. Finn starts to open the door. Uh, you didn't happen to pack anything to eat, did you? Um, 
you know, I'm not sure. Let's. I do need my pipe, so uh, let me check my bags. And he will get out as well and go around to the boot. Finn pops open the trunk, and the first thing he tries to reach for is he tries to open up Philip's bag. Yeah, uh, you, you typically have tea, and tea and biscuits is the normal thing, yeah? Do you have any in there? Um, I, I may, if, um, one, one moment, if you could hand that over, yes. Yeah, let me see if I can find them. I, I think you're right, I do have some biscuits in here. And Philip's gonna reach for his bag. Finn wants to open it up and look and see if the book is in there. Make a spot hidden because you can see there's many things in the valise, but you would have to move things to see if it's there, but you do not see it on the top of the bag. Ah, of course, here you go. Ah, yes, thank you. And Philip's going to start rummaging through. First thing that he will pull out is a pouch of tobacco to go with his pipe. And then a, a little box of matches. And he's going to rummage around a bit more, and he does have a tin of biscuits. That's smashing. You uh, plan on sharing one or two? Oh, well, I only typically enjoy them when I have tea, and I have none of that right now. Um, so, by, by all means, I do know you're a growing lad and quite hungry, so... Um, I would like for you to have most of them to save some for Charlotte, if she does feel peckish after um, the hate in, in her heart she holds for us is burnt out. Yeah, all right, well, I'll bring a couple over for her. Quiet, yes. Then we'll grab three and then head over to Cookie. As I hear him stomping through the snow, I scoop up a snowball and turn and just fling it. I can't believe you. You know, and you won't tell me. Just give me space, okay? When you're ready to tell me the truth, give me the answers that I need, then we can talk. But for now, leave me alone. Look, Charlotte, Charlotte, I know you're upset. Came by, asking if you want a biscuit just to have a sweet, just something to calm you down. Thank you. The next one will have a rock in it. And Finn casts Baleful Influence and says, well, I think you should just, if you just go out a bit more off in the distance and, um, you know, just try and cool off maybe before a short walk. You know, take a biscuit in case you get hungry. Cookie, you will feel when he tells you this that he is trying to command you in a way and you almost feel a compulsion to do it but then you come to yourself and you're able to resist it this man telling you to take a walk i'm sure you can see the confusion that crosses over my face and instantly turns to anger i don't know who you are or what you are finn i've stuck up for you for years Get and I try and find the closest, biggest stick to start chasing and whacking him with if he stays. Cookie means you harm, Finn. Finn goes closer. Look, I don't. I'm just trying to help, you know, just go off, cool off somewhere and just 
Feel what you need to feel. Cookie, do you take a swing? Absolutely. Roll a brawl. Philip is leaning up against the hood of the car, and he's got his notebook out, and he's watching this and taking notes. Cookie, tell me what you do. I am aiming for his head, and I just wind up the old baseball swing and just let her rip. Finn, you see her take a swing with that branch coming at your head, and you try to dodge, but you... You don't get out of the way quick enough, and she does whack you on the head, doing three damage. Oh. Philip, you see this. He can't help but bark a laugh. He finishes writing his note, and he puts the journal back in his inner jacket pocket, and he starts across towards the tree to attempt to talk Charlotte down. I imagine that Finn fell down when I hit him, likely. Uh, yeah. I go, oh, fuck that. Oh. He starts crawling backwards and trying to stand up. And Cookie is standing there with her very broad shoulders, looking even broader right now. Just the anger just welled up, increasing her size, it feels like. And at the sight of Philip coming towards her, definitely yell, you need to stay back or you're next. If Philip comes to an abrupt stop, his hands are up in the universal gesture of, I have nothing that can harm you. Uh, Sh- Charlotte, I, I understand you're very confused and very hurt, but uh, truly hitting an Irishman on the head with a, with a stick is perhaps not the best course of action right now. Finn uh, wants to look if, Philip brought his valise or it fits by the car. It's in the boot. Uh, look, I, I'm going to go get a bandage or something. Uh, you try dealing with her. Uh, y- yes, of course. Dealing with me? Dealing with me. This is the problem. No, Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, no, no, no. Uh, Charlotte, we're, we're... Suffice to say, I've had enough time with Dr. Kruger. Was it Kruger? I didn't know. Maybe it wasn't enough time. However, I understand what you are going through. You know nothing. Something is wrong with Finn. You men, I can't. Everything you keep, I don't know how you do it, but you keep manipulating me, and I've had enough. Charlotte, 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 you and I barely speak. All right, I, I have understood for the past three years... As long as I have known you, you have barely spoken to me. I know you don't like me very much. So, having you tell me that something is wrong with men, okay, yes, that's fine, that's understood. But, what do you mean something is wrong with Finn? I don't know how to explain it. I don't know what he just tried to do to me, but I don't like it. He made me feel something, and I don't understand any of this. I need my friend. You took him from me all of you, and you're not telling me the truth, and none of this makes sense. Charlotte? Yes. We took your friend because your friend threatened your life. We took your friend because he admitted to killing Curator Doyle. Impossible. It's not impossible. There are many things that we have done in the past years that should be impossible, but are not. I need some time. 
I need to be alone. I, I don't, my face is still swollen. And at that, I just reach down and grab another snowball and just stick it to my face and just stare angrily. While this conversation's going on, Finn wants to close the boot of the car and check if the keys are still in the ignition. You shut the boot, you get in the car, get behind the wheel, and you realize there's no key. Fuck. Very frustrated. He just hits his head against the horn. I, what? Phil's going to turn around and look at the car because the horn just went off. Finn's going to check the glove compartment, see if there's a gun in there. You should go back to your friend, Philip. He's telling you to leave me be. Charlotte, the last thing I'm going to do on Gold's Green Earth, or rather this this white hillscape of, of Massachusetts, is leave you alone. I think that's the last thing you need right now. Would you not agree? I don't. I don't agree. I need some time. Especially you, all of you guys, you keep trying to get in my head. My head is my space. Stay out of it. I, Charlotte, I don't know what you mean. I'm not trying to get into your head. But the events of the past days are leading me to believe that there is something drastically wrong going on here. And not just with you. You sent Finn over here to get in my head. You did that. I know you did. I felt it. I did no such thing. He tried. I did no such thing. He wanted biscuits. He got into the boot. And he got into my valise. And he wanted biscuits. And I gave them to him. And I said, save some for Charlotte. She will need something when she is ready. That is all that I did. And then he comes over here. And then you say he did something, and then you hit him with a stick. Now, I don't judge you for hitting him with a stick. However, you said he made you feel something, yes? You can psychoanalyze me later, Philip. I don't want to talk to you. And she takes a step closer with her stick wound up. Philip will take a step back. His hands are still up. Uh, Charlotte, I cannot leave you here. You know this. But a girl can't even get five minutes alone to smoke a cigarette. By all means, have five minutes to smoke a cigarette. I watched you hit a fellow agent with a club. And she takes a step forward towards him again. And he takes a step back. You're about to get real up close and personal with this club, Philip. Five minutes. Go. All right. Bloody hell. He turns around and starts heading back to the car. So Finn finds the gun in the glove compartment. He, uh, he's not very good with a firearm, so he just stuffs it into the back of his pants as he gets out of the driver's seat. Looks to Philip, casting Baleful Influence. Hi. Uh, uh, can I have the keys? Well, I'm, I'm afraid there's no reason she's going to need some time before we can go anywhere. Cookie just suddenly drops to her knees and drops that big stick and just starts crying with her head in her hands. Do we notice this? I'm sure. You'll hear the stick drop and, and her 
go down and her start crying? Philip is conflicted. He knows he will probably get hit with a stick if he goes back near, but she is in, in distress. And despite the icy reception between the two, he's not a complete monster. He's probably about 85% monster and not 90, 95% monster. I think he's going to turn back around and he's going to try and go back over to offer comfort in a Philip manner. When Philip does that, Finn puts the gun underneath the driver's seat so that Finn can grab it from the back seat. Philip, you turn around and, and you see Cookie in the snow, probably cold and getting wet and crying and shoulders slumped. Philip is going to. I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe he's doing this. Uh, I can't believe I'm doing this. He is going to take off his coat and he is going to put it around her shoulders. He's going to take a knee next to her. He's not going to say anything. He's just going to stay close, trying to offer some kind of comfort and warmth, which is very alien to him. (laughs) It was such a lot of fun. And then it so angry. I'm so sorry. Well, there's nothing to be sorry about to me, now is there? I'm just... I... I understand how much you're hurting right now, and... You don't understand anything! You don't know! (laughs) I can't... It it was a good time. We were having fun. I don't know why he was mad. I don't... I don't know why. I suppose I don't either. You are, you are right. I don't know anything. I just, I don't know why you keep lying to me. All of you. I am a charlatan, certainly. I am scurrilous. I am a guilty of many misdeed. But Charlotte, I have not lied to you. I lied to Finn, certainly. I know exactly where his suit went and where it ended up, so. But you, Charlotte, no, I don't lie to you. There's there's no reason to. You all say that. You all always say that. And then you try and get in my head and everything. And you're sweet. And then and then you kind of, you get mad. <laughs> Even Doyle, he was great. He was so nice. He wanted to, he wanted to court me. He wanted to take me out. And Ash was so mad. So mad. <laughs> well, uh, Charlotte, of course, Doyle wanted to court you. You are a, a fetching catch, so to speak. Of course, he want he wanted to to court you. I just I miss my friend. I just I don't know what happened. I need to get to the bottom of it, and I don't trust any of you. I don't. None of you, Bruno jerk and he punched me and then you with your stupid niceness it's weird Finn in my head I don't like it I don't I don't want him in my head no no I I don't want Finn in your head either if you would prefer me not to try to do many waves his hands this um 
I, 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 I do truly understand. I'm, we shall return to Boston, and once the report is made, then I will write in my own report that it is recommended that you uh, find a team that is not us, or perhaps you may be the most fortunate of us and escape from the department entirely. And what we have done is unforgivable, and I do understand that, but I stand by that decision. I just need some time. I just need some time. She just snots all up the sleeve of his jacket. He reaches over, and from the right-hand side, the breast pocket, removes a Irish silk handkerchief. And it's even got a little PW embossed on the bottom corner. It, take all the time you need. We will be here. Cookie takes the handkerchief and does that great big honk. You know, that loud, long nose blow honk. And that being done, Philip is going to stand back up and rub his arms because it's cold out and step away. And he's still got his pipe and his tobacco and he's just going to go ahead and light it up and look towards the road and wonder what the hell he's gotten himself into now. It isn't long before a car comes into view on that road and you see it slow down and pull into the rest area as well. And you see what looks to be some college kids, maybe from the university kind of pile out of the car and they seem kind of shocked that you guys are there. Who knows what they came here for, but they're milling about their car. Some of them do look over at Cookie, who is on the ground in the snow and you standing there smoking a pipe. They do take interest. You bloody Americans. Now what? Philip will watch them behind his dark glasses. It's, you know, men and Women, like I said, college aides, they're talking. They have like a, a picnic basket. They go in and out of, probably guess they're probably taking some nips of a drink. The girls seem very interested in cookie, and you'll start to see them pull the sleeves of the gentleman they're with and point over to her. And you'll see the men nod, and you'll see a few of them, the men, start walking over towards the two of you. Oh, dear. Philip is going to look over towards the car where Finn is, and then towards the men, and he's going to take a deep drag on that pipe, because this might be the last time he gets to. Finn, do you do anything? He's been leaning against the car while... Philip and Cookie have been talking. And as the car pulls up, he's going to take interest as the guys start walking towards Cookie. Finn's going to start walking towards the car where some of the others are. So we'll go with the three college men approaching Philip and Cookie. And as they get closer, one of them will call out to you, Cookie, and say, Miss, are you okay? Can we assist you? Um, yeah, and she takes the nap tissue and napkin and wipes her nose. Um, anybody got a cigarette? Sure, miss, and they'll 
look at Philip a little warily and the one will step forward and extend his hand to help you up. I gladly accept it and stand up. Just, just why don't you walk over to our uh, car with us and we'll, we'll get you that smoke. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I just need a little kindness today. Hear what's right in the world. He'll lead you toward the car. The other two hard stare at Philip for a little while. Philip's smoking his pipe. He's looking between the two with his dark glasses on, mentally gauging his chances. But there's really nothing he can do here, because if he takes a step forward here, clearly knows what the assumption is right now. Quite a bracing day, isn't it? He says to the two. Finn, you approach the vehicle that pulled up, and it's left with just the girls. They are very intent watching what's happening over the way a bit with Cookie and Philip and the three men. But they'll see you approach. You can see they become a little stiff, not quite knowing why you're approaching them. They start to relax a bit when they see that the one guy has Cookie and is leading her back, so somebody has eyes on them. What do you do as you approach them? Uh, good afternoon. It's uh, brisk out, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, why are you guys here? Well, um, we were at Arkham just a few hours ago. We got a call. Uh, our good friend Charlotte, she found out her husband died. Oh no, poor dear. We're heading back to Boston. She needed a short break, so we let her. And they all just look very sad and sorrowful for her. As they approach Charlotte, you'll see the three women rush towards you and say, Oh, you poor dear, I'm so sorry to hear about your loss, her condolences. And at that, I just break down again. Because I have lost... They took everything from me. As the three women crowd around you, the the man that led you there will go into the car, come back, and he'll get you that cigarette, and he'll light it for you if you want to have that smoke. Yeah, I'll probably hug the most, the woman that looked the closest like my mom, just a little too hard before I stand wipe my tears. And thanks, thank you. Thanks for the smoke. And just take it. And you'll hear one of the girls tell the man that led you over. You'll just catch glimpses of it. Loss. Going back to Boston. Needed a break. Philip, for you, the two men that are hard staring you turn and walk back towards their vehicle. Having narrowly missed a encounter with two predators, he's going to stay absolutely still because their vision is attuned to movement. Bloody college age savages. Let's just wait for them to get back with the car, then I can make my escape. Oh, what is Finn doing over there? Finn noticing that everyone's around the car is distracted. He wants to check if there's keys in the ignition of the car. That he's at? As you go to check the ignition, how do you do that? What do you do? Kind of like open the door or stick your head in or? Well, no, he's trying to just like peek in the window and take a look. One of the guys sees you inside the car and uh, 
shoves you a bit and says, what are you looking at? And then he's going to look over at Philip and he's going to look at Cookie and it's going to dawn on him. He thinks this is a setup. You guys are here to rob them. He'll say as much like, is this, is this your scam? You just wait on the roadside waiting for people to stop by and you rob them of their belongings. The girls. <sighs> and then they step away from Cookie thinking she is now acting. Well, sometimes, but not today. Why you? And he is going to throw a punch. His swing goes wide. But it's it's going to go wide. The girls, that little scream, fear, run to the other side of the car. Now the three men will surround you. Well, looky here, lads. I, um... Finn starts opening his coat pocket very gently, slowly pull out his wallet, and flashes his badge. I'm a federal agent. It was a joke. One of them will rip it out of your hands and look at it a little bit closer, saying as he does so, it's probably fake. Philip, do you do anything, or do you remain still waiting to see if Finn gets a beat down? Now that everybody's distracted, Philip is going to slink towards their car because there's a gun in the glove box that he needs to get very clearly. If you want to make a, I don't know, let's make a stealth roll just for the hell of it. Just as you get to the car, you'll hear one of the girls point and go, look out. He's in on it. He's going towards the car. And then one of the men will look over at you. Do you go for the glove box anyway? You're right there at the door. You can reach in and go for it if you want. I'm gonna... Damn it, Philip. What are you telling me you want to do? Yeah, he's going to go for it. He's going for the glove box. All right, because there's a gun. You're saving grace. And as you undo the glove box and reach inside, your hand lands on nothing. Bloody hell. And one of the men moves towards you. I look to the others around me. I'm like, he's the one with the money. The other one. Just saying. He's going to go around to the, to the side of the car that's furthest away from the man coming after him. Mm-hmm. And he's calling. He's like, I'm an agent with the Department of Esoteric Relics and Parchment. You are interfering with turn of a investigation. I don't know why you are so aggressive, but there's no need for it. Seeing all this unhinged cookie, just everybody freeze. We're agents and I have my, and the cold is starting to get to her. So she really is shivering and can't hardly spit out what she's trying to say, but spills her purse digging through to look for her badge. I'm sure your gun is also in your purse. Do you pull it out or do you pull the badge out? Looking for the badge first. So you pull out your badge that identifies you as an agent. The guy that is holding fins looks between the two, sees they're real or figures. Well, they maybe they're real. He'll call out to the one approaching 
your vehicle that Philip is near. He'll toss the badge back to you, Finn, and, and uh, he'll say, let's go. And then he'll look to all three of you like he's taking like a, a snapshot of your faces. And he says, we're going to get back to Arkham and we're going to file a report about you. Yes, I'm sure that will go over swimmingly. Do say hello to the chief for us. He does know us by name. Oh, and he, um, he has my suit, my lucky suit. They pile in the car and uh, they'll drive away. What do you guys do? Since you've actually formed a team and sent these people on their way. You're both idiots. And she throws the butt of her cigarette down on the ground, stomps it, and climbs into the back seat of the car. Finn goes into behind the driver's seat. Philip sighs, gets into the driver's seat, closes the door, turns around. Charlotte, may I have my jacket back, please? Just take it off and just ball it up and throw it at him. There's going to be a lot of heavy things in there that are averse to being balled up. But the intent is still there. He's going to reach into one of the pockets and inside are the keys to the vehicle. He's going to start it up, get the heat on. So there's something very peculiar that just happened. Well, <laughs> many peculiar things that happened, yes, but the most peculiar is that uh, I went for the gun in the glove box, and wouldn't you know it wasn't there? Fortunately, they left before we truly had need for it, but very strange, yes. A very strange occurrence amongst very strange occurrences amongst a very strange weekend. The gun's missing. Yes. Finn leans between the two front seats, opens up the glove compartment. Well, fuck. I shall simply have to add it to the report. And he's going to put the car in drive and continue the drive back to Boston. Does anything else happen on the drive? Philip gets his coat back on. Cookie and Finn are in the back seat. Finn wants to fish for the gun underneath the seat. He wants to try and find it and then put his foot on it so he can easily get it out when he needs it more urgently. All right, so you're just using your foot and kind of feeling for it under the seat. Correct. I assume you're trying to be nonchalant? Trying to be discreet, but... Yeah, trying to find it. Um, let's do opposing uh, stealth versus cookies spot hidden. I failed. Um, I'm thinking I'm probably kicking Philip's seat, like the bottom of it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess Philip. You feel Finn kicking your seat like a awful toddler behind you. A bloody hell, Finn! I gave you a tin of biscuits and everything. I know you're impatient to get back to Boston, but truly. Be patient. I'm guessing he's not able to find the pistol. You can keep going and hopefully find it, but Charlotte and Philip are going to realize something's up. Finn's just casting Victor's sadism. On on who? Well, he's going to be attacking Philip. So Finn makes an attack. First, he's like, I'm sick and tired of your fucking nonsense. Finn was about to make a cut, 
bump hit and he kind of like fell forward and he just felt like the tiniest little cut on Philip's cheek. Philip, make a luck roll. There's a cut on your cheek. There's a sting of pain, but also something after you hit that bump hits your foot. I kind of feel like things are coming together. Philip's going to cry out, oh, oh, that was, that was, that was terrible. And he's going to bend forward and he's going to grab the thing against his foot. Your hand lands upon a gun. Blood streaming from your cheek. Does Philip actually pick it up? Oh, yes. Finn is going to make another attack, but I'm assuming you're well aware what's going on now. Yes. Cookie, would you put stuff together right now or no? I have seen a lot of crazy shit, but I'm also kind of out of it. You're still a little not caught up to what's going on. Okay. All right, Finn, what do you do now? Finn is just going to ferociously attack Philip, and this time get an extreme success. You are just going to start just beating him with your fists? Well, with the blade. Oh, because it's still cast. You just missed it, but now you're just trying to slice him up. Yeah, it's every minute I have to spend one magic to keep it up. Okay. Cookie, I do believe at this point you see some shit. You see more cuts appear on Philip. Philip, what do you do as you drive the car? He's going to jump on the brake first off. And he's going to go for the door. So as, as soon as it gets slow enough, he's going to roll out before Finn can attack him again. The scene is, Cookie, you're going to watch this. You see Philip, all of a sudden, more cuts appear on him. He slams on the brake. The car slows. And maybe like it's going like 10 miles an hour or so, maybe and all of a sudden, he jumps out of the car. No one is driving the vehicle. It starts to veer off the road. Finn was kind of in a very aggressive position uh-huh. when Philip slammed on the brakes. Mm-hmm. There's no way of saving him from falling into like the front seats. Okay. You're dumped in the front seat. The car's going off the road, and Philip is jumped out. And clearly, because he was so aggressive, I could see and knowing, I just want to start wailing on Finn, just over the back seat, throwing those bows, I guess. Punch him, punch him. So what do you think happens now, Finn? Oh, yeah, Finn's not concentrating anymore because he's face first into the brake pedal. And he's going to try and just get up which I'm thinking is a dex. Philip, tell me what the damage roll is jumping out of a vehicle. Probably a 1d4. I'm good with 1d4. Finn, that success got you... Just upright while Charlotte is wailing on him. Charlotte, do you continue to wail? No. When he starts to get up, I reach for my gun. What do you do now, Finn? Finn is going to try and cast Baleful Influence. Get out of the car. car. To Cookie. 
But with an extreme success, she would know, like she sees Finn's eyes turn golden as he's casting it with such force. Okay, what do you do with that? You see this now. Now I pistol whip him. I don't want to kill him. I just want to knock him out. Some serious fuckery going on right now. Okay. Um. Finn's going to fight back if she starts attacking. The two in the car will feel that car start to hit a lot of rougher ground, and it will slowly come to a stop on the side of the road in a, a small ditch. Philip, you are back on the road. You just hopped out of a vehicle. You're not knocked unconscious. You took some damage. But you come to and you see the cars stop down the road a ways off of the road. What are you going to do? First things first, do I have my things in my jacket? Let's make a luck roll. Let's see if the if they fell out. Are they littered on the road? I mean, my second question would be, where is the gun? Because that's much more likely. Well, that was in your hand. So, all right, luck roll. The item in your jacket is still in your jacket. Obviously, the keys are in the car. And the gun is in your hand. Well, I didn't think I was going to. Ow. Oh, I'm surprised I didn't throw this away. He's going to try to get up. He's bleeding. He doesn't have his handkerchief now. His suit is ruined. That's the worst part. And he is going to get up and start making his way towards the back of the car. I'll just be yelling, freeze. Hardcore training we've had trying to use it on Finn. We're going to do another brawl. Philip, as you approach, you see that they are a scuffling. One in the back seat, one in the front seat. Car's running, but stopped. What are you going to do as you approach? Going to check that the gun is ready. And I am going to go to the driver's side door. And I am going to give Finn a single chance to surrender. That's quite enough. And then he's going to pull the hammer back. It's very loud. It's always loud in times like this. Finn backs off into the seat, looks square at Philip in the eyes, and again tries to cast Baleful Influence. Drop Drop the the gun. gun. You don't don't even know how to shoot it. it. Oh, the jig is up, Finn. Cookie, you're next. You see what he's just tried to do, that same thing he tried on you, telling you to take a walk? I want to try and slip him in a headlock. Because he's got his back to me at this point. You are headlocked. He is now, I guess, immobilized. You're being in a headlock, probably being choked a bit. Philip, what do you do? Well, he doesn't want to shoot Cookie. So he's just going to groan, hold him, and go around to the boot to get into his valise and get the handcuffs. And then he's going to go into Finn's bag and grab a tie or something so he can gag the boy. Good call. All right. So you're going to handcuff him, gag him. And then what did the two of you do? Hog tie him. Perfect. Perfect. Her team. Her team. We come together against another player. Okay. So you're going to hog tie him, throw him in the back seat. 
I think we're going to clean out the boot and throw them in there. Oh, I would probably argue for a minute or two with Philip about leaving him on the floor of the back seat as my footstool, but I'm sure that you would win, Philip, because it's a genius plan. This has some salient points, and I want to explore this at length because you make some very, that's a very good reasoning. And Philip is also bleeding and bruised as hell, so he's not really wanting to argue. So he'll just simply say, well, it should be thrown in the boot. I'd rather keep him where we can keep an eye on him. He keeps trying this. I don't know what he's doing, but I'll, I'll keep my foot on him. He can be my footstool for the rest of the ride home. And I just kind of dig my heel into him a little bit. It's it's almost like those these dark tendrils, and they go up the back of your neck and into, into your head, and they try to make you do things, but then you don't want to do things because you recognize them, and then you did it again, and oh my god. Should we put a bag over his head? We should probably put a bag over his head too, right? We should put a bag over his head, yes. And so we'll add the bag. <laughs> Gagged, bag over his head, hogtied, the floor of the back seat, cookie with a foot on him, and I assume the gun still trained on him. Absolutely. One bad bump or false move and pow. Yeah, Finn could struggle all he wants, but he's not getting out of any hogtie. That's all done. Philip is going to set the gun in his lap and get the car back on the road and he's going to try and get his way back to Boston and start ringing up Agent Patterson as soon as they get there. I think we're going to just end it with you guys finish your ride to Boston. I don't think I can take any more tonight. Probably not. But it's you, so good. <laughs> every time you guys do something, you go a whole new way, and I'm amazed at what's happening. <laughs> and I don't think I can take. I, don't, I can't take any more. We're going to have to do it again. It was so close. You were so close. You had some bad rolls, but if you had better rolls, you'd have killed both of them and left them on the side of the road, you monster. Rude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of some way to get either Philip and Cookie to start a fight, but then I realized I didn't have the keys. Mm. And then it was, oh, these strangers come up. Maybe they'll start a fight. And then the fight will cause a distraction and I can do something. And then they started fighting you. Yes. Um, yeah. So. Wow. Wow. I think you did plenty, and I think it was amazing. It was amazing. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to roll up into Boston next time. Um, And you guys, uh, you're going to have to figure out what are you going to do with Finn when you get there. Wow. I'm I'm just – Bruno is going to come back and go, wait, what happened? (laughs) Who is in the hospital? Who is in jail? I thought it would have been the other way around. Yeah. Okay. Um, This was wonderful. Thank you, guys. You always, always entertain me. (laughs) It was fun, yeah. Rather somberly and quietly load up the car, 
leave Bruno behind at the hotel and drive off in the middle of the afternoon to Boston. I just want to make sure I did get my suit back, right? Well, I think the police had it. Roll your luck. No. Yes. One tossing your luck away. (laughs) It's evidence. You know what? They'll tell you, though, as soon as the case gets solved and everything's resolved, they're more than happy to ship this uh, dirty suit back to you. It was found in the trash receptacle, so. Excuse me, laundry shoot. Laundry shoot. But you aren't getting it before you leave town, no. Tragic. And then head over to Cookie. As I hear him stomping through the snow toward me, I scoop up a snowball. Titan! Sorry. Snowball Titan, wow. Yeah, my dog. Huge. Well, he was barking like a crazy person. (laughs) Finn casts Baleful Influence and says, Look, I think you should just, if you just go out a bit more, uh, off in the distance, and, um, you know, just try and cool off, maybe go for a short walk. You know, take a biscuit in case you get hungry. And I believe that's an opposed power roll. Oh, Cookie, make a power roll. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh! No! Yeah! Woo, woo! Cookie, do you take a swing? Absolutely. Roll a brawl. Philip is leaning up against the hood of the car, and he's got his notebook out, and he's watching this and taking notes. Oh, oh shit! shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, goodness. He finishes writing his note, and he puts the journal back in his inner jacket pocket and he starts across towards the tree to attempt to talk Charlotte down. Just what she needs. Exactly what she needs. Everybody <laughs> needs an influential British man in their life. <laughs> I've had quite enough influence, I think. Right? From so, <laughs> yeah. All of my Real influence is charm. Spiritual. <laughs> While this conversation's going on, Finn wants to close the boot of the car and check if the keys are still in the ignition. Mm. That's a good question because Philip does not drive very often. And you were just pulling over for a quick rest. Do you think Philip would have taken the keys out of the car? I can't believe Finn is going to do this. I am always amazed at Finn. He has the keys with him. Oh my god! Holy shit! A four left! Oh my god! Great success! Philip took the keys! <sighs> Luck of the Irish has run out, my friend, ever since your suit ended up down that chute. It's the suit. It's it's his lucky suit. The suit is his lucky suit. He doesn't have it. Damn it! That's if the Englishman actually planned all this. Oh my god. <laughs> Looks to Philip, casting baleful influence. I uh, can I have the case and opposed power rolls, which I fail. So did I. I would say nothing. Yeah, no effect. I need to pass no so effect. you can have a chance. 
Finn puts the gun underneath the driver's seat so that Finn can grab it from the back seat. Finn, make a luck roll. Yes. Fail horribly. Okay. Something's going to happen, but you're, the gun is under yep. the seat. Yes. Yeah, I'm well aware. No, well aware something horrible is going to happen. Fine. It's nothing horrible no is going to happen. There's no suit. <laughs> it's called Cthulhu. Something horrible is always going to happen. <laughs> the biggest horror of the whole campaign. Finn it's, lost his suit. It's the worst. Can't succeed at anything anymore. <laughs> Cookie takes the handkerchief and does that great big honk. You know, that loud, long nose blow honk like my grandfather used to do. Like you would think that there was like an 80 year old man blowing his nose, but it's petite little cookie. Somewhere a Canadian goose is answering the mating call. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that far north this late in the season. I know it's unseasonable. Finn noticing that everyone's around the car is distracted. He wants to check if there's keys in the ignition of the car that he's at. Oh, <laughs> oh fumble. 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 They pile in the car and uh, they'll drive away. What do you guys do? Since you've actually formed a team and sent these people on their way. It was a fluke. It was. It was a fluke. <laughs> you saw we had nothing but failures. <laughs> Does anything else happen on the drive? Philip gets his coat back on. Cookie and Finn are in the back seat. Yeah, there's something Finn wants to do, but... Uh... <laughs> are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? <sighs> Finn's just casting Victor sadism. On on who? Well, he's going to be attacking Philip. Person driving your car right now. Yeah, why not? What's the worst that because can happen? Because he's going to crash into a tree. Yeah. Especially when I have you make a luck roll. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see if you can't cast it first. Uh, I just cast it. it just oh, cost... and there's no opposing. No, there's no opposing. It's the attack roll that has okay. that's opposed. Okay. Um, All right. So let's go. It just costs me a magic card. Oh my card. god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I have never run a game where there's been so much PvP. Mm-hmm. I know. Best friends. Best best. Oh no. So Finn makes an attack. First, he's like, I'm sick and tired of your f- fucking nonsense. And <gasps> fails. Outright fails. fails. Um. And so this would be like it's been before, right? That whiff of the blade not connecting. The tiniest little cut on Philip's cheek. Philip, make a luck roll. God, I hope you succeed. So do I. <gasps> Does Philip actually pick it up? Oh, yes. Finn is going to make another attack, but I'm assuming you're well aware what's going on now. Yes. That's a good assumption. Uh, Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Finn is going to try and cast Baleful Influence. Get out of the car. To Cookie. 
Oh, Ooh, extreme oh, success. Shit. All right. Now, I was going to ask before you guys rolled. Um, if she knows or feels or suspects you're doing some kind of magical bullshittery, can she get a modifier or no? Uh, you know what? I'd say plus one just because that makes things interesting. Okay. So then we have opposing and they're both extreme successes. What happens then? I fail. And then he's going to pull the hammer back. It's very loud. It's always loud in times like this. Finn backs off into the seat, looks square at Philip in the eyes, and again tries to cast Baleful Influence, him getting a plus one because he knows exactly what's going on. Opposed power rolls. Um, Unless you want to say otherwise. No, I don't want to say otherwise. Uh, do we want to do initiative? Because I feel like Cookie may be able to do something knowing that she knows what you're doing or no? What do you think? I am, I am totally down for that because yeah. otherwise I'm firing into the car and it's a toss up right now as to who mm-hmm. I'm going to be yeah, hitting. Since they're fighting. So we want to do initiative, which is Dex, correct? Uh, yes. Fastest. Who has the, the highest Dex? I have a, it's not a Dex roll. It's just, I have a 60. Oh. Yeah. It's not a roll. It's just the number. My bad. So if somebody has higher than 60, they would go first. All right. 60, 40, 35. Wow. Yep. So Finn will say, drop the gun. You don't even know how to shoot it. And then a post pal. But right. he's going to get probably plus one, if a not a modifier. plus two. I fail, so it doesn't really matter. Except he gets an extreme, so he wow. knows exactly what's okay. going on. Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get a without-a-net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard in the intro and the outro was from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.